The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim, certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual. And if a porn star watches porn at work, is that NSFW or... Wait, hang on. Can we just backtrack? Your name's Tim? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's so rude. I'm joking. It's awful after you like came in me like twice. <laughs> twice? I know. Wow, that is awful. <laughs> no, I knew that. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, you said open with a joke. Oh, uh, me, I'm the joke. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question again? I don't even know. This if is... a porn star, no, if, if you watch porn at work. No, if you're a porn star and you're watching porn at work. Is that considered NSFW, not safe for work? Ah, or is it technically safe for work? That is That's very much okay. safe for work. Do you know what? Porn comes up on my phone all the time, like especially on Twitter. No pun intended. It comes no, on your phone. It comes on my phone. Honestly, I've got to keep wiping my phone clean <laughs> Absolutely all the while. Sticky. It's it's sticky. <laughs> um, I won't start doing regional accents. <laughs> Sticky. You were just doing so many accents just before we hit record. We were we were it navigating Birmingham. Rumai. We were navigating our way around the UK Gen. one accent at the time. Yeah, it truly felt like I was on a first class trip around the UK. First class trip, not with me. It's <laughs> a second class trip with this trash can. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like a garbage truck. No, I mean <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> no, it was great. It like, was, is it self-deprecating? Is that is that? Am is I that using UK, that? Uh, it, where you like kind of just talk trash about yourself? Yeah, self-deprecating. self-deprecating. Yeah, yeah. That's quite a big word for me. Is it? Yeah, I'm, you, I'm uneducated. How uneducated are you? I, um, I okay. So I'll tell you what. In school, you in the UK, you do your GCSEs that take you to the their, their exams that take you to the age of sixteen, and then the age of seventeen and eighteen, you do um, exams called A levels. But of course, at that point, I'd learnt to drive. And I was only an hour away from the UK's one of the UK's largest theme parks. Yeah. So rather than driving to school, I drove to the theme park. <laughs> and I was doing like the light like twice a week kind of thing. And then I'd go to the shopping malls and stuff. So of course I just kind of missed out my education because I was too busy driving around, burning up fuel and ruining my <laughs> Ruining the environment. Ruining the environment. But I'm making up for it now by recycling. And when I say recycling, I just douche once per day. And And reuse the water from uh, your douche. Well, people can just fuck me as many times as they want then. True. 
<laughs> That's so environmentally conscious of you, That's and you're great. reducing your carbon footprint. I'm I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. That's Wait, hold on. We haven't even introduced you to the audience. Oh, hello, um, everybody. We are we are three minutes and twenty seconds in, and this podcast is only three minutes and thirty. I'm Drew Dixon. Bye. <laughs> no, Drew, come back. No, you're not. Stop. No. Uh, we're literally recording this freshly fucked. Yeah. Uh, as I have done in other episodes, but uh, to those of you that don't know, this is the porn star extraordinaire. We're celebrating, what, five years of the Indian industry? Five years of the yeah. industry from today. So five years ago today, on the 17th of September 2017, wow. I filmed my first studio scene. Okay, Drew Dixon, everybody. Give him a round of applause if you're... <laughs> oh, so, no, yeah, you, you guys, you guys clap, you guys clap. <laughs> Normally I just get the clap. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm good. Gotten, I'm good. I get tested at least once a month. You've gotten the clap. I just gave you the clap. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so true. Uh, you have been in porn for five years, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And I have had the honor of being your partner here in this very bed in this uh, random hotel here in Toronto. And you're nothing like you are in in the videos. I'd say you're better. Oh, really? I think you're so much better, like, in person than when I masturbate to your videos. It is. Well, you know, um, porn is very much performance based. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm like, you know, five years in, I'm very aware of where the cameras are, where the lighting is, where the people are, where my angles are. Am I opening up to the camera? Can you see the penetration shots? Am I making too much noise? Am I not making enough noise? Is my my, my partner, is he making enough noise? Because if he's not making enough noise, I've then got to compensate for that. (laughs) Um, You know, someone's not pulling their weight. Oh, my God. Um, so there's a lot of things to think about. So you become very kind of, um, it is mechanical. People say, um, you know, what's it? it is, it's enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. There's a penis in my hole. Um, what's not enjoyable about that? But um, it is, there's a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, when in these environments, in four walls, when there's no cameras on, there's a lot of things that I enjoy. There's a lot of intimacy that I enjoy that doesn't go on camera because it doesn't read well and the audience don't necessarily always want to see the touching and the the, the smelling and the, the tasting and, mm. you know, the kissing and stuff and heavy breathing and the the indulgence of sex. That's not a word. <laughs> indulgence. Indulgence. It is now. It is now. If Drew said it, it's a word. Put it in the dictionary. <laughs> Emphasis on dick. Dick. Oh. <laughs> And what what is it about real life sex, or at least particularly sex with me, <laughs> that you enjoy more than sex? Well, in you front can of the really spread your legs open. Honestly, I am flexible. I am spread you like a pancake. <laughs> That's a terrible analogy. <laughs> um, I d- no, hang on. I was thinking. You know when you pour pancake mix into a pan and you it use like a knife it. to spread it thin, like a crepe. A crepe. <laughs> I'm spreading I'm, like I'm a And then I'm going to roll you in sugar and honey. <laughs> no, I mean, like... We no. are going Quebecois right now. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, we, we monsieur, uh, I don't know, French. Do you like a sweet or savory crepe? I am very much a sweet crepe. Yeah, I'm a sweet crepe fan. Yeah, I really like it. So, yeah, what is it about having sex in front of the camera? Is like, how is that different than having sex off camera? 
at least for you, speaking from a person, not let like objectively we know it's performance, but for you personally. You do feel more when the cameras aren't rolling because you aren't focused on that. Like mm-hmm. I have to, when the cameras are rolling, I've got to, as I said, I've got to kind of maneuver myself and the other person's got to, we've got to both maneuver ourselves into a position and then kind of sustain it for five, 10 minutes while there's one camera angle. Then we've got to repeat the whole thing from another camera angle um, before we transitioned into a different position. So um, for the first portion of that, we're kind of getting our, our groove and our balance. And then a lot of the time, then once we've got into our position, I can just kind of like roll my eyes back and let out a, a big sigh and just just allow the feeling and, and still bring a little bit of naturalism to yeah. the screen. But for the first portion, it, it does feel quite forced and focused. Whereas in the bedroom when I'm, I'm, we're not filming, it's like you just kind of get straight into it and every little touch and taste and smell, you know, is heightened and, you know, I, you know, I, it's felt, so to speak. Do I taste and smell good? <laughs> just for yeah. me, you know? yeah. yeah. I like to prepare for my tops. Yeah. I, there's like a coffee scrub that I rub on my asshole, actually. <laughs> Is it a Tim Hortons? <laughs> it is a signature Tim Hortons coffee know. scrub. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Because you called Tim. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, if anybody wants to eat Tim's ass out, it is recommended. I do. Give That's it. from the mouth of the Drew Dixon. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good hole. It's a good hole. Yeah. yeah. And you're not just saying that for the show. No. You're uh, being genuine. I like a us. smooth hole, so okay. you know you did. I I do my best to. You know, prepare and really keep my hygiene up. You're like, I'm tight. I'm like, girl. <laughs> yeah, sure, Dan. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I promise I'm tight. I'm the Gorilla Grip asshole of the greater Toronto area. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite an accolade. <laughs> I have the certificate and the plaque to prove. <laughs> now, I've got a knighthood. <laughs> <laughs> sir. Sir <laughs> Gorilla Grip. <laughs> sir Gorilla Grip. <laughs> Can you buy that in Home Depot? <laughs> I think so. It's like it's like, like a like a tape, you know like what? a tucking tape. You know it? what? <laughs> if anyone were to tell me that was lube, I would use it as lube uh, because I'm just that dumb. I I don't think I've told you, but I accidentally mistook menthol crystals as Epsom salts. Oh. So just imagine the burning cold like sensation from like those icy oh. hot uh like painkiller kind right. of things and just on top of on, on your entire body plus your genitals just freezing cold right i've done the same uh, the the um the, the deep heat <laughs> yep. that, that goes on i've, I've accidentally used yep. it as lube <gasps> i i put a, a big old <gasps> in my hand shoved it on my car <gasps> and i'm like i can't feel my penis <gasps> So then I went to bed and cried. Yeah, I I was, went in fetal position and I'm just like, this sucks. I, 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 I mean, I'm going to die. Uh, you've got two very stupid Aquarians here, people. Uh, oh, just yeah. Stupid. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. Hey, you sick motherfuckers. I've got a special treat for you. Need a new toy to spice up your sex life? Head over to loveshop.ca slash sexedmonton and get yourself a cock ring, a dildo, a vibrator, or even a life-sized sex doll. (laughs) 
damn i guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes get 15 percent off your entire order when you use code sex ed with tim at checkout they're shipping to all of canada and the united states because north america is horny that's loveshop.ca slash sex ed with tim and use code sex ed with tim for 15 percent off your entire purchase happy orgasm do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy of course you do only my listeners are sexy as fuck I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me, 25% off. And cherry on top, free shipping, oh my god. I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me, and girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there, and I'm on the train. I'm just like, uh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's dalecuda.com with the code SEXED with Tim for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, honey. The show is about to begin. Yes. Now, we are celebrating your five years in the industry. So young. So young. Not a blemish, not a pore. Yeah, look at you. I drank the potion. (laughs) (laughs) Are you like a vampire just sucking on the youth? Yeah, well, my heart doesn't beat at all so no, heartless. <laughs> just cold inside no stop it talk about this you're not heartless what was that word again self-deprivation self-deprivation that's self, gonna be self, that. uh, self-defecation that's the word defecation yeah. hang on is that when you shit yourself yes <laughs> I'm douche how dare you <laughs> well I didn't get a chance to top you because I just just like I just want him inside of me it's like okay. as much as possible I can't do the I, I, I need you I need to bottom for him I mean, whenever you're in the city, I'm just like, I need to see you. That's quite okay. You know, our our last visit was ruined by another lockdown. Um, I just hate lockdowns. Yeah, it's absolutely awful. And uh, it'll be back next year. You'll be back here next year. And we're going to have amazing sex all over again. I enjoy Toronto. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say you enjoy me. I I said that. Well, I'm referring to you as Toronto. (laughs) This is the new podcast I said with Toronto. Um, <laughs> that name's Tankin. <laughs> no, um, sorry. I'm just like, I want to hold your dick while I interview you. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Ooh, warm. Nice. It is warm, I know. Yeah, I like it. You uh, get good massages as well. Am I? If Tim, if anybody wants to rim Tim in return of getting a massage, hit him up. <laughs> you know why? Because for me, I find undoing a person's knots is like popping bubble wrap i like to undo people's nuts very very nuts and knots nuts and knots that will be a new storefront for the drew dixon brand oh my god nuts and knots nuts and knots yeah 
nuts, knots, and knockers. <laughs> you know, because for the, our our female yeah. non-binary friends out there. And um, I believe you and I, we previously branded ourselves as the load lads or the... Did we? Oh, yeah, gosh, we did. You've got a better memory than I have. <laughs> we branded ourselves as the, the load lads. lads. <laughs> because you, you nut inside me, I nut inside you, or like the load lads, or like load ladies. Load ladies? <laughs> How many loads have you taken today, Barrel? Oh, 14! Oh, you must be fucking slack down there. Slack? <laughs> I've been slack since I was 12. Oh. I don't know what accent that is. It yeah. sounds a bit like Trini to the Turk. Kind of. Like when she does her like, oh, yeah! <laughs> What's her Vivian accent like? I'm dripping. <laughs> dripping? I'm Absolutely dripping. No, no. I was going to say a red wig and a silver dress, but that's Davina de Campo. I mean... Wig house! <laughs> so we totally went off on a tangent, but yeah. I wanted to know, like, in your five years of doing porn, how has it been, like, what's the biggest difference between your first time doing it and where you are now? Oh my gosh. I remember my first ever scene five years ago today. Um, it was for Blake Mason, and I filmed with Xavier Sibley. Sibley, Sibley, that's your name. A beautiful French twink living in Manchester. Manchester. I remember talking, like, just, I guess with nerves. I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't nervous, like shaking or anything. But you know, when you are nervous, you do kind of overcompensate by talking way too much kind of thing. It's one of my habits. And I would just be talking, 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 not realizing that we're all on set, you know, like waiting for like, like, you know, you know, erections come up and erections go down. Mm -hmm. And when erections are down, everyone needs to be silent and need to focus and kind of, you know, warm, warm your partners back up, fluff each other to get hard erections again. But I wasn't kind of really focused on that. I was just chatting and making jokes and laughing and doing that. And I didn't realize that, you know, it was really putting off my scene partner. Now I go into production and everything is just so focused and I know my positions. I know how I'm going to come. I, 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 there's more of a collaboration process with um, the directors, the camera crew about what's going to look good, what's not going to look good. I, I'm just, I'm just ready. Mm. I turn up and I'm ready. I know exactly my way around set. I know my camera angles as I said, I know my body. I know what looks good and what doesn't look good on camera. I do too. Um, <laughs> exactly. And, and I feel like that's just, um, just, just, it's just trial and error. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell everybody. Everybody's like, how do you get into the industry? I'm like, trial and error. It's like any business. This is a full-time job. You know, you're self-employed. You know, no one, no one spoon feeds you in this job. Aww. So no one holds your hand. You have to figure it out yourself. And the most rewarding way of doing it is trying something. And if it doesn't work, you try something else. And I sit back and I watch all my content. I watch all my films and I analyze and work my way through them. Mm. What are some of the most valuable lessons you've learned while in the industry, whether it be porn or escorting? To listen to people. Mm -hmm. I really sit back and listen to people. Because that way, 
there's a lot of people, there's a lot of ego. There's so much ego in this industry. There's a lot of ego in the gay community. There's just a lot of ego in society in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about, you know, social media, um, just anyone's social media. You only post the good stuff on social media. You post the bits that people want to see. You don't post the bad bits. So it puts a lot of pressure on us as a society and as a community to always do one better or be better than others. And when really you've got to kind of just focus on yourself, stay in your lane and celebrate your own success. So there's a lot of ego and to combat that rather than me contributing to all of it, I just sit back and I listen. And I, and that people talk and talk and talk. And I actually think they just, maybe they just want to be heard. Maybe they just want to be heard. So rather than me trying to like counterbalance them by talking about myself, right, and tell everybody what I've got and what's good in my life, I would just sit back and listen because they they obviously want to be heard. And I learn from that and I grow. And I apply that to my life. What are some of the things that you've learned through listening? I, especially, especially escorting, I meet a lot of people that... A lot of people who aren't out, they can't come out. They they identify as gay, but they can't come out because... as escorts, we deal with a lot of closeted clients, too. There is. And um, now the thing is, on Grindr, you get shot down for that. You get shot down for having a blank profile. And the reason why someone's got a blank profile is because they can't be themselves. You need to think about that. You know, they're hiding behind a blank profile because they can't... They can't be out because of what their religion or their cultural backgrounds or their family might think or their workplace might think or or whatever it is. And um, and not just in this country, but I've been to loads of different countries in the last 12 months. And different countries have been loads in you. They are exactly. I've visited Singapore and Singapore visited me. <laughs> you know, it's just um, there's a lot of people that... They can't be out. And I, what I realize is, you know, how lucky we have it here in Canada, in the UK, in the US, in Australia. There's so many places where, you know, especially in big cities, big cosmopolitan cities, liberal cities, we are moving forward so much. But at the same time, the further we're moving forward and as liberated as we are and the growth that we're getting as a community... There are places that haven't moved one step, so we're just leaving them behind. So this, like, sort of pride gap is widening or lengthening. It, it is in one respect because we we're still there's still things to fight for, and there's still things there's still acceptance to be had, but we but we also have compared to our the generation before us and before them, the the ones that fought. And, and march those parades, Stonewall, all the, um, you know, everything that's happened before us. They've done that to give us what we've got. Now, what we have, we have to now work hard for the next generation. And I said for those who, from all the people all around the world that, you know, um, they're, they're still fighting for their rights or, 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 you know, or they don't have any. 
I do I do have some hope in the sense that, for example, I look at my um in the UK, my my nieces who are um, currently seven and ten years old in their primary school. In their primary school hall, they've got a, a big wall, a permanent display of pride of he, him, she, her, they, them. Mm-hmm. And it's a big pride board. And the, this is in front of children from the age of four and to the age of 11 every single school day, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like, and I, I, and I know that isn't just in that one particular school. It is happening across the UK. Also like my, my, my brother, who's a couple of years older than me, will drive around in the car with the kids in the back and he'll put RuPaul on. Like RuPaul songs, right? right. And the, my nieces, they're just kind of like bopping along, just singing and like not knowing who RuPaul really is because they're still quite young. But I'm like, they're going to grow up just accepting LGBTQ plus A. As a normal you know, part of as life. As a normal part of life, not not having any qualms with it. I do have hope that, you know, even though there's still a lot of hardships in our generation, there is, it, it, it's going to be the next generation. And then the one after that, and the one after that, and it's just going to get easier and easier and easier. But as I said, you cannot forget and ignore or disregard those in countries that don't have the rights. I have a lot of people on my social media, like Instagram and Twitter, from various countries around the world where gay rights is, uh, or LGBT queer rights aren't, aren't legal. And they messaged me, and I, I wish I could respond back to everyone. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. not, it's not possible. But um, I just, I also, I kind of think like, you know, say someone from the Middle East, for example, messages me on Twitter, I'm like how maybe hard it was for them to do that. Yeah, I take a moment to think, um, to even you know, comment, to comment or to or to send a message. They, they, you know, they. They don't follow me, but they've messaged me and they don't follow me because they can't follow my account. Because no. if someone finds out they're following a gay porn star and there's gay porn on Twitter, then, you know, it's just little things like that. I acknowledge, I see the message. Sometimes I reply back, but, you know, I don't always get the response. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just things like that. I'm like, there are people out there that they are, they want to connect. They want to connect to somebody that's like-minded to them. Right you know, that maybe understands them or something like that. And they don't have a support system in their own place. So they're reaching out for it. And I know people in my job that are like, oh God, yeah, it's really annoying. Why do you keep messaging me? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> just have a little, just, just be a little bit more compassionate, I guess. Yeah. Because as I said, we've got it really, really lucky. I can go down the street right now in a pair of, in a thong and a crop top. In a pair of high heels, not that I can walk in them, um, and I can, you <laughs> know, fan clack, yes, queen, whatever, and um, I can't imagine anyone would really batter an eyelid. Do you find that with a porn star of your stature, there is some sort of, I guess, responsibility of uplifting the voices of those unheard, especially within the gay community? Do I feel like it's something, it's my responsibility as a porn star? Not no. Respons- not responsibility, it, but rather an opportunity is presented to you. Do you know what? I'll go on further and say it's not an opportunity, it's an opportunity presented to me as a human being, mm. as opposed to 
the role that I my job role. Yeah, arguably with someone who's got a large social media following, you have a platform and you have a, a bigger place for your voice to be heard. Yes, I do agree with that. I do. Uh, there is there is I do interact with a lot of people. Um, a lot of people approach me, they say hi, they introduce themselves to me, you know, they, they they watch my movies, they like my work, I do, and I like that, and I I always value opportunity when someone approaches me in the street, in a bar, or wherever, and say, hey, because, you know, I grow from people, so don't, don't deny me the opportunity to meet you, if you see me, say hi and talk to me so and and in those interactions i have an opportunity to just be kind and be nice and be thoughtful and listen because there isn't enough of it in our community mm. um there's a lot of being shunned out being put down you're too big you're too small you're not the white color you're too old you're too young your dick's not big enough your ass isn't big enough um your so- dick is quite big <laughs> it, it, it's, my penis is very just okay for me. I'm very happy with my penis. I was very happy with it. There we go. I like that. <laughs> um, but I think going one further, I, as a, just a human being, knowing what I've, where, where I've been, and I am lucky. I acknowledge I am lucky. I have a supportive family that support me and my work. I have a very, very small circle of very close friends. I've worked with some very talented people. I get the opportunity. I'm completely free. I get the I get the, the opportunity to travel. I am. I mean, I completely am grateful for what I have. I don't boast about it. I don't brag about it. I try and stay humble. So, just as a human being, I have an opportunity to try and right wrongs. But you know, I'm only one person. But you are just. A person with such a huge reach and a heart of gold and a meaty cock. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're doing a lot of good in the world. And I think I'm going to speak on behalf of all those unheard that thank you, Drew, for all the work that you do and the content that you create because it does encourage freedom of self-expression and sexual uh, liberation. And uh, we can't thank you enough. And before we wrap up, and you know I hate to wrap anything up. I know, exactly. You <laughs> Earlier you were like, what's a condom? <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> um, before we but wrap, I do practice safe sex if someone wants me to. Sure, for the record. <laughs> for the record, yes. Uh, I don't deny anyone's choice. There's a, there's a segment here on the Sex Ed with Tim podcast we call Naughty or Nice, and I'm going to ask you to pick, without context, Naughty or Nice. Okay. So I just got a quick fire respond back. Yes. Okay. Just ask. Just do you want? Do you want me to go naughty or nice? Oh. Oh. Okay. I yeah. want you to go nice. Nice. Okay. So a nice, wholesome question for you would be: What is something about sex that you have learned now that you wish you knew then in your blossoming gay sexuality? You don't need to come to have pleasure. Hmm. Wow, that is very that's true. that's a bold statement. Yeah. And I tell you what, I like many people are like, right, coming is the end bit. That's the bit at the end, right? Um, that's the bit. That's how the movie finishes. Just like the movie, the movie finishes at the come shot, and we never find out if he ate the pizza or not. Um, 
<laughs> if he paid for it. If he even paid for it. If right, the exactly. Student did the extra credit. Exactly. <laughs> we just never know because the end with the cum shot. Now, um, as a self-proclaimed power bottom, I enjoy, I really enjoy getting fucked. And I'm just being rimmed right now as we do. Yeah, yep. going. We're going to keep going. You're going to hear my voice. Rage. Oh, oh my God. Um, as a bottom, I, I enjoy taking someone's dick. I enjoy that dick in my ass. I want to let, I don't want to touch my cock. I want to just let, put my hands behind my head and just feel him inside me. I want all the feeling in all the sensitive parts. I don't want to get distracted by having to try and jack off and come. Less is more. I do find sometimes people when, especially when you're having sex, you, you want to be fucking and twisting nipples and biting fingers and doing all these different things. I'm like, just do one thing at a time. Enjoy every single part of the body isolated. You know, it doesn't always have to be trying to like oversensitize everything at one go. And as I said, I don't need to, if, if someone fucks me and they come and they're like, do you want to come? I'm like, no, I'm good. I felt good. I had a great time. I don't need to come to, 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 to have, have enjoy myself. So. <laughs> um, and, and then back here, right. bringing you to the high heaven. Oh, it sounds a bit echoey down there. Yeah. <laughs> ask you to make like a butt, like your butt, and plug away anything you want the audience to find. Well, if you're listening, um, you can find all my created content on onlyfans.com forward slash Drew Dixon triple X or just for dot fans forward slash Drew Dixon triple X. And you'll find my rent men profile on rent.men forward slash Drew Dixon. And you'll probably also find my phone number in most bathroom stalls. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. <laughs> listening to me at this point to this chaotic ass episode thank you for listening to another episode of the sex ed with tim podcast and i will see you all at the next one and i'm gonna keep going down on oh, drew. That, next up drew dixon asmr and scene Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah!